Hello and welcome to the ACAS podcast. I'm Ben Littlewood, an apprentice in the comms team at ACAS. On this episode, we'll be looking at apprenticeships, what they entail and the benefits to both the apprentice and the employer. I'm joined by guests on both sides of the perspective to talk about their experience either as an apprentice or as an employer. Would you all like to introduce yourselves? Hello, my name is Gary Bestford and I am the Senior Learning and Development Manager here at ACAS. My main responsibilities are for leadership and management development, as well as looking after the apprenticeship programme across the ACAS organisation. Hello, I'm Christina Ducey and I'm the Communications Support Officer for ACAS. Hi, my name is Damilola Ayabusi and I'm the Junior Content Producer for ACAS. Hi, I'm Caroline Griffiths and I'm the content creator for CAC and ACAS. Lovely. Well, thank you all for joining us today. Let's start off with a question for Gary. What would be the main aim of an apprenticeship from both the employee and the employer's kind of perspective? So from an employee's perspective, I think it's a a really good opportunity to sort of tap into probably some um, talent, which um, certainly is an organisation you might not necessarily be aware that exists. Um, There's a lot of um, organisations out there who aren't aware that apprenticeships um, are a really good way of um, nurturing new talent, um, as well as obviously people who are looking to change careers as well, and who will have a lot of those transferable soft skills um, that can sort of match over to a new role within an organisation as well. And in terms of the employee perspective, I think it's a fantastic opportunity for um, an individual, regardless of their background or age or experience, to um, sort of build up um, a collection of not only you know really valuable work experience but also uh, develop that skill and knowledge and talent that they need to be successful in the future whether that whether or not they stay within um, their apprenticeship employer or they move on to um, to sort of uh, bigger career aspirations it's a really good platform to develop a career in a particular uh, profession absolutely it seems like a good way to um present opportunities to people that might not have gone for a particular type of role in the past yeah absolutely it's it's um I think it's one of those things where not a lot of people um sort of know that apprenticeships exist or in, indeed they they believe um, that apprenticeships are for a, a particular kind of person for example a school leaver or someone who didn't want to go down the academic route but really they are open to you know everyone um, of all ages and backgrounds and experiences and I think that's the beauty of um, an apprenticeship. Absolutely yeah definitely. Um, So for the other apprentices why did you initially apply for the apprenticeship that you're currently doing? Yeah okay I'll go first. Um, So I joined ACAS straight from university and um, I found myself leaving university a lot of theory and a lot of knowledge and a love for comms and media um, and that's what I did my degree in however I was actually probably quite insecure about my abilities as an employee to um, add to an organization or to a company and contribute felt like at the theory side where I didn't really have like the practical side and honestly when the opportunity to do an apprenticeship came about I took it and I really felt that that was like my next step um, to gain practical experience um, in an environment and an organisation that knew that I wanted to learn and I still had a lot more to learn and was willing to mentor me and guide me through um, 
the early stages of my career? For me, um, I think it was more about a doorway into a creative career. Um, I did many admin jobs in the past, but I studied advertising at university and I've always wanted to go into a creative career, but I was never really in a position to gain one of those positions based on my lack of experience. Um, so this apprenticeship was great for me. Um, in terms of a stepping stone to gain and refine more skills in the creative field, but also to work amongst other creatives and build my uh, connections. Um, I will say I'm similar to Caroline as well. Um, I studied, I actually have two degrees in um, in filming and editing and digital marketing. Um, however, being able to get a job within that industry was a big struggle for me. Um, I found that getting an apprenticeship would be helpful because in addition to getting a qualification, I'll be able to get the hands-on experience of actually working within a role. And I feel like in my previous interviews, that was the main thing that I was lacking was that I had the knowledge, but I didn't have the physical experience. So I feel like this apprenticeship will be able to combine the best of both worlds and be able to put on the put me on a good step on my career ladder. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, for me personally, I um, was looking to change the sort of career I was in. So an apprenticeship seemed like a very good way to be able to learn new skills that I was interested in while doing the job as well, getting that hands-on experience like others have said. So yeah, it's interesting that all different paths, but we've come to do the same sort of apprenticeship course. Absolutely. Uh, and then a follow-up to that for the apprentices would be what do you hope to gain from the course and your apprenticeship? I think for me, um, what I aim to gain the most is just confidence. Um, being able to work in a small team and being able to add value and having an understanding as to how different members of the team work and what their role um, comprises of. I just want to be able to go into um, any environment and just be able to add value and feel comfortable and confident in whatever's going on. Yeah, um, very similar to Dami. I think it's the confidence. I really would love to um, finish my apprenticeship with um, a lot more confidence in my abilities and my skills. And also, um, where I'm so early on in my career, um, I really want to use this opportunity to kind of um, find out what I like and what I don't like. And um, hopefully at the end of my apprenticeship, I would have tried different things. I had the opportunity to kind of learn myself a little bit more. Yeah, I'm more or less the same as Dami and Christine. I think for me, hands-on experience is valuable. And that is the main thing that I'm after. And also, it's good to be able to understand how each each job role contributes and adds value to each project and being a part of that is for me invaluable so yeah lovely so gary you mentioned previously that um you know apprentices don't necessarily just come from being at school they come from all different backgrounds ages that kind of thing would you say that um there is any sort of characteristics or qualities that make a good apprentice yeah, I think um, as some of our fantastic apprentices have all, already mentioned, you know, from the, the variety of backgrounds that everyone's come from, um, 
any experience that you've had, any work or life experience will count towards um, your apprenticeship journey. So often people forget that they've had life experiences or, you know, those things like organisational skills, communication skills, whether you've picked that, those up from school, um, like presentation skills, or you may be doing some volunteering work or part of a social group where, you know, you, you might be looking after the, the cash for a local community group or organising other volunteers as part of that. These are really, really rich skills that you can bring and are very transferable to an apprenticeship programme as well. And I think a lot of um, individuals forget um, about their past experiences, especially if we've got these, what I would say in inverted commas, career change apprentices who may have had a, you know, I've got um, a couple within the HR team at the moment who have had really successful careers in very different um, commercial environments and have decided that they want to explore a different route. And they've decided that um, they'd like to, you know, go into the HR profession and an apprenticeship programme is the ideal way of bringing all of that experience that they've had um, from previous roles, from their background, and bringing that to um, a new profession as well. And that's underpinned by the qualification itself that they're studying. So not only are they going to get some really rich experience to put on their, their CV and whether they remain within the organisation or they, they move on, at the end of it, they've got that experience, but they've also got a qualification to sort of demonstrate their um, their capability and their um, their desire to sort of be successful within a particular profession as well. Yeah, I think that's really interesting. Um, I think especially in my personal case, I think when I when I started this role, because it's a completely new thing, you kind of don't even think about your previous experiences and how they might help you. Um, but I think it's something you realise over time that can be a, a good strength to bring to the table, which is good. Absolutely. And on the other side of that, Gary, from the sort of employee's point of view, is there any sort of things that you would say are expected from an apprentice when they start or throughout their course and journey with the organisation? Yeah, I think obviously that dedication is really important as well, showing that commitment because it's a it's a sort of two way relationship, isn't it? Where as an organisation was saying, you know, we believe in you as a, you know, a, a, an apprentice, as a member of our team. We want to provide these developmental opportunities for you. Um, but equally, you know, you have to meet us halfway and you have to show that dedication. It's not. Um, it's not an easy programme, I would say. I'm not going to sort of sugarcoat it. There's, you know, there's a lot of work involved, but, you know, that work is very rewarding at the end, which I'm sure our, you know, current apprentices will agree with. Um, if It's a sort of balancing act, I think, certainly in the beginning, um, if you're new to studying um, and sort of trying to balance that with um, the work experience side, but the two do go hand in hand together. So the, the sort of apprenticeship side is very practical, it's hands on, and you know you, you are assessed based on what you're doing in the workplace as well. So I think that the expectation from an apprentice is that um, they sort of put that dedication in. Seems reasonable. And it's good to, uh, <laughs> good to hear that from the other side, to hear like, um, you know, the, the employer's perspective of it from as an apprentice as well. Yeah, I think, you know, it works, you know, it, it works in our favour, doesn't it? If we, whatever we do and whatever we do to invest in our apprentices, then, you know, it, we reap that reward tenfold when we have, you know, an excellent member of staff. We've got our future talent ready to go. Um, and obviously then we can start working with them in terms of what's next. You know, once they've completed their apprenticeship, it's not the end of that journey. Um, hopefully we want to retain that talent for a long time and, and sort of develop them further as well. Lovely. Uh, and linking to uh, Gary's answer there previously about um, the previous life experience and skills um, as apprentices, is what would you guys say that you bring to this job role? 
from when you started that you've had from previous experiences? I would say for me, I've had so many different roles in the past few years that um, the majority of my roles always include teamwork. So I have developed really strong team working skills um, and I've, I've learned to value each member of the team and that I know that I can learn from every single person. So that for me is very beneficial. I think it's also, um, I think communicating, um, the value of communication is key um, and just learning how different people give and receive information is important so that you have a cohesive team working environment. Um, also being a good listener, I think that's essential for any team member, um, for any individual actually. So I think those are my main skills that I would say I bring, listening, um, communicating, but also being a team player, showing up when you say you're going to show up and meeting those deadlines, just valuing people. Yeah, I agree with what Caroline says. And I think it also goes back for me to what Gary mentioned about an, an apprenticeship is hard and it really is quite difficult. And um that balancing of the learning aspect and the day job and wearing those two hats um, can be quite difficult to do. And I think where I came from university and obviously in university, you have deadlines and different subjects and different modules that you have to like juggle. I was, I feel like I was able to pull from that university experience and put it into my apprenticeship and, um, and really be able to like master time management I think that is definitely a skill that I think I would definitely leave this um, apprenticeship with is better time management. Um, I'll say being flexible being able to be a yes person and I think it was my years in retail that like anything can just happen at any moment so you have to be on your feet so bringing that into my apprenticeship with ACAS is more like if there's any tasks that they want me to do and I haven't done it before um, I'm going in with the um, with the eyesight of okay this is new but it's going to be okay at the end of the day so um, yeah just my flexibility and my ability to say yes. Absolutely I think it's it's really interesting that everyone's kind of got similar but different sort of skills that they bring to the table that all contribute very much to the apprenticeship and, and the role. Um, I think for me personally, I would say I'm, I'm similar to Caroline. I've worked in a lot of like um, team based jobs before, um, as opposed to something more, even though it is still in the comms team, but more creative producing things. So that is something that um, like whether it's video, uh, writing, uh, infographics, anything like that, that is something that I'm learning as I go. And I think that is something that I need to improve on and pick up on, pick up on, sorry. Um, would there be anything as apprentices that you guys would say you'd like to work on or you feel like you would like to improve on within yourself? So obviously my aim is to improve in like the comms, the media, the digital marketing side, um, the day job. Like I want every work that I do to be of, of a high quality, but maybe on a more of a personal note, I want to improve on my independence. Again, I think coming from like straight from university, um, I still have that like student teacher dynamic um, in my head where obviously when you're at school, your um, teachers give you assignments and give you work to do and they tell you what you should do. 
Um, but obviously I'm very grateful that now I'm working for an organisation that wants me to be creative and wants me to put my ideas forward and contribute and self-advocate. And I think um, I need to kind of unlearn that, you know, my manager's not my teacher. The rest of the people on the comms team are not my teachers and they want me um, to speak up and um, they value my opinion and my ideas. So I think having that confidence to be independent is something that I definitely need to work on. Yeah, I would say um, similar to Christine, um, just being able to manage my own projects and communicate um, because I have a vision as to what I want to do as a career. So being able to communicate what I want to do now and see if I can manage those projects myself and just handle that responsibility because I know that will be um, invaluable when I am like when it comes to the next step so saying that I've been able to manage my own projects I think that will be something that I want to achieve as well. I want to do everything I want to refine all my skills I feel like I can always improve every single area and I think it's very important to be enthusiastic and have a positive mental attitude whenever faced with any project even if you're fearful about not having the experience or the expertise I feel like this is the perfect platform for me and for all of us really to just give it a go um, make those mistakes and learn from them um, with guidance and support from our managers and our team um, members so I want to be more hands-on I want to try things that I've never tried before even if it scares me I think even more so if it scares me Um, but yeah I want to refine everything (laughs) Um, and I think what um, Caroline, what you said that I found important was that you said guidance. And I feel like when doing an apprenticeship, like there is a lot of guidance and a lot of like space to make mistakes and space to grow as well. So that encouragement from like our managers are there. So I don't feel like I'm messing up massively because they're there to support you and take you through the next steps and how to be better. Absolutely. I think they're all great points. And sort of in response to that, Gary, if if there is something that an apprentice is um, struggling with or maybe if, for example, they've fallen behind with anything, do you find that there's an effective way to motivate an apprentice or, or support them any, in any way in particular? Yeah, absolutely. We have a number of different um, sort of support mechanisms as an organisation that we um, we can, you know, provide for any apprentice or um in terms of, of how it works within ACAS, obviously, um, some of our apprentices have, have mentioned already that they'll have their line manager support. Um, there is also support from the uh, the learning provider. So um, everyone will have a different learning provider, just dependent on what um, qualification they're doing and um, uh, sort of, you know, who's available in terms of a learning coach. Uh, so they'll have that dedicated support from there as well. Um, and they, the manager and learning coach and the apprentice tend to meet on a quarterly basis. So it's a really good opportunity to track that progress as well, but also discuss any interventions if needed. So a manager could come to me or an apprentice could come to me as the apprentice lead and say, you know, we've got a gap here or we're falling behind a bit. Is there anything that we can do? And we can look at putting any extra support in. So so there is a lot of um, of, of support available, really. And, and we can tailor that just dependent on individual circumstances as well. We want as an as an employer we want we want the apprentice to thrive and the apprenticeship program to be a really enjoyable and positive experience ultimately so we try and work with the apprentice their manager and the uh, learning provider to, to make sure that that happens absolutely i think it seems like there's a lot of different ways to support 
apprentices or, or anyone really depending on what they need because um, there is such a variety of things that might crop up yeah and you know equally um we don't just sort of say you're an apprentice or so you're in this box and you can only do these things um just because they're an apprentice doesn't mean that they're not part of the wide organization and they are very much included as part of the team that they belong to as well um so you know as part of my remit as um as, as being in the learning team we have a lot of open learning courses where we actively encourage um apprentices to attend so for example we've got a, a project management course coming up in the near future which is a fantastic opportunity for anyone really to really hone in on their project management skills um whether they're new to project management or you know they've done it before but they want to do a little bit of a refresher and um, it's a great way of adding value not only to the apprenticeship program but also adding adding a new skill um, to their talent pool as well. What do employers need to do on their part to ensure apprentices are having a positive and productive experience? So like I mentioned earlier on, it's a, it's a two-way relationship. So it is important that the employer does understand what their role is within the, the apprentice and the apprenticeship journey. Um, I think having a really solid um, onboarding and induction program is really important to the success of that. Um, making sure that the um, the line manager of the apprentice is very clear on their remit and how they're going to support the individual as well who's undertaken the apprenticeship programme. Um, the role that the apprenticeship provider will play is really important. So we work with a lot of um, really good um, training providers um, who can provide any, you know, any advice and guidance if, if um, a line manager needed in terms of um, how they support the apprentice on their journey as well. Um, and like all of our apprentices have said, you know, hopefully it will result in either you know securing a permanent opportunity with an ACAS which would be great um, or if none is available at that time then obviously progressing and um, and and hopefully being seen as a, um, a real asset to an organisation that they go to because they've got that level of experience the knowledge and the professional qualification behind them as well. Yeah absolutely I think it's a good an apprenticeship in general is a good foundation to do that as well because you get both sides of it as we've as we've discussed the the learning with the provider but also the the hands-on experience on the job so i think that sets people up in good stead um and this is a question to everybody i don't mind who wants to start uh, with the first answer but uh, quite simply what advice would you give to someone who wants to start an apprenticeship or is looking to start an apprenticeship i would say don't let age be a barrier before I applied for this apprenticeship with the CAC and ACAS, I always believed that apprenticeships were for people between the age of 16 and 25. And after that, I was under the impression that it wasn't an option. However, I soon realised through a friend that this was a myth. And I realised that there were many apprenticeship positions for people of all ages, old and young. So it doesn't really matter what your history or background is, as long as you have an open mind and the willingness to learn, an apprenticeship can be such an invaluable experience. I have learned so much in my short time here, and I know that I will continue to improve my skills and also expand my knowledge even more. So my advice to anyone who wants a career change and is looking to pivot and is probably worried about having lack of experience, just go for it. Don't let age be a barrier. Don't let anything stop you. Be open minded about everything. Be keen to take part in projects, no matter how small they may be, and just keep pursuing what you want to do. Yeah, I think some of my advice would be um, firstly, communication. Um, 
don't ever suffer in silence. <laughs> so if there's something that you're struggling with, whether it's um, the like the day job or whether it's the learning aspect, um, be very vocal with um, your line manager or with your tutor so they can um, adjust things accordingly. Also, communication with um, the other apprentices out of anybody in the company, they know what you're going through. And I think even with us, like with Dami and Ben and, and Caroline, I've really enjoyed being able to um, catch up with them and compare notes on like their experience to see like, are you going through what I'm going through? Do you understand this? Do you understand that? And, you know, how are you finding things? So I think communication is really key. And also, I think, yeah, the whole advocating for yourself, you know, sometimes we will suffer with like imposter syndrome, but just know that like, um, even though you're an apprentice, you're a valid member of the team, um, they want you there, they know you're an apprentice, they know that you may make mistakes. Um, and if there is anything that you want to achieve while you're there, vocalize that to your team and hopefully they can see about you getting that experience. Um, for me, I would say like doing research. Um, I found that there's quite the more like since starting the apprenticeship, I found that there's quite a lot of apprenticeships that are out there. So many nuances to them. So I just like do your research as to what specifically, where where what areas you want to specifically grow in, and then tailor that to the type of apprenticeship you want to go into because there is a lot of options out there. I think. Um from my perspective I would touch upon what Caroline just mentioned and don't be put off by um by the word apprentice or apprenticeship um you know we've established uh, through this discussion today that you know anyone can be an apprentice regardless of their age or the background or experience you might have someone in the 30s 40s 50s who decides that they want to either have a career change or have decided eventually what career they want to settle on and want to become um, more qualified in that area as well so um, don't be put off by that um, at all but also like i mentioned um, earlier you know, think about your own past experiences, your life experience, your work experience, how that can really add value and enrich the role that you want to uh, achieve, um, but also how you can add value to the organisation that you'd like to be a part of as well. Yeah, amazing. I think that's all good advice and I would I would echo all of those points. Um, and I think that seems like a good place to end things for the episode. Um, so hopefully people listening will find all this useful and inspiring maybe to pursue an apprenticeship in the future. Uh, thank you to Caroline, Christine, Dami and Gary for joining me today and giving some great insight to an apprenticeship from both sides of the perspective. Thank you. Thank you, Ben. Thank you, Ben. Thank you, Ben. Thank you, everyone. Uh, this has been the ACAS podcast. For more information on apprenticeships within ACAS and in general, please visit our website at acas.org.uk. All related links will be included in the episode notes below. Thank you very much for listening.